This is my podcast. This is my podcast. Leroy Fury, yes. The Leroy Fury cast. This is my podcast. This is my podcast. This is my, this is my, I say what the fuck I want, bitch. And in conclusion to the situation of the last episode, me and the other guy conversed. I did not show up. I went to see The Iron Claw. Great movie. The other guy, who wanted to do a podcast with me, obviously he didn't show up. And he said, hey, bro, it's not too late. We can still do it. And I was like, and he was like, yeah, man. He, he basically said he's not, um, I'm not going to be that messy. I'm not going to say it. But he had a problem, and he said the problem's over, so now he could come back and do it. And I was like, all I can do is talk on it. I said, you want to do a podcast with me? It's your podcast, first of all, because it's your idea to do it. So since it's your idea to do the podcast, all I'm going to do is talk on it. Since it's your podcast, all I'm going to do is talk on it. And by all I can do is talk on it is basically me saying that all I can do is talk on the podcast. I will not edit. I will not upload. I will not record. I will not promote. I will not produce. It is your podcast. All I can do is talk on it. Ain't heard a word from him since. When you tell a motherfucker that don't want to work, that they got to work to get some shit done, they gone. They are out of your life. Tell a motherfucker that don't want to work that he got to work. Say, hey, bro, you want something to happen? All right, you got to do a whole lot of work. They gone. If a motherfucker don't want to put in the work, tell them they got to work. If you want to get rid of a motherfucker... That don't want to put in work, just tell them they got work. Find out what they don't like to do. If you ever wanted to get rid of somebody ever in your life, listen to Leroy. Listen to Leroy. If you ever want to get somebody out of your life, just tell them they have to do something that they don't want to do. You ain't got to say, please stop contacting me. Leave me the fuck alone. Get away from me. Don't do that. Don't be rude and nasty. Never be rude and nasty. Never, ever, 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 Chris Tucker, Smokey from Friday. Never, ever, ever be rude and nasty to somebody. Don't ever do no shit like that. That's, that's unprofessional. That's reprehensible. That's rude. That's unkind. That is not a nice thing to do. Never be rude and disrespectful to somebody if you want them out of your life. You got to do like me. You got to finesse it. You got you to gotta get them out of your life. But get them out of your life so that they want to be out of your life. Don't say, I don't want you in my life anymore. Stay away from me. No, that's what girls do when they get stalked by crazy men. In my case, I don't get stalked by crazy men. I just don't like dealing with or doing business with unprofessional people. I used to do business with a fat fuck, a fat person. I said, hey man, I would love to do business with you, but I can't trust your fatness. So... If you want to work with me, you got to lose 100 pounds. I ain't heard from that fat motherfucker since. <laughs> I ain't heard from that fat motherfucker in like 10 years. I said, yeah, man, uh, lose 100 pounds, then come talk to me. I ain't heard from that motherfucker since. Motherfucker love to eat. And if it's a lazy motherfucker that don't want to work, tell them they got to work. Tell a lazy person they got to work, they'll leave you alone. Tell a fat fuck they got to lose weight, they'll leave you alone. Say, hey, man, I can't really work with you. Uh, I don't like the way you do stuff. 
Like somebody said, hey, Leroy, I can't work with you unless you wear a suit. I might not work with him. Actually, I might. I like wearing suits. I have a suit body. Like I, I low-key have a suit body. Like I, I got a small frame, but I got a suit body. Also, I walked to the store. I walked to the store today. I was walking to the store today. On my walk, I saw two fat Caucasian women with their dogs. One dog started barking at me from behind the fence. I see that dog all the time. But the other dog that the other fat lady had was outside of the fence on the leash with his with his or her owner. And he just staring at me. I got close. The dog stood up and was just like, and then the owner like, hey, stop, calm down. And stop, calm down. Two dogs barked at me. I get to the store. Little small Indian man cuts in front of me in line. Now, I was farther back than the person that was next in front of me in line. But he didn't even say, hey, you in line? He just, he just walked right into the line, like, past me. And I was kind of like, he's racist. Because you know Indian people hate black people. Indian people hate black people. Indian people hate black people. It's point blank simple. I'm cool with some Indian, like, comedians. Two. One male, one female. One man, one, one woman. Both of them cool as hell. Cool ass people. But. Indian people hate black people. And this little motherfucker cut right in front of me in line. And I was just like, this little motherfucker, Indian guy, definitely an immigrant. Because he had the strong accent, he had the accent like this. He had the full beard with the little white airpods in his ear. Just got a bunch of Red Bull too. A bunch of Red Bull and chocolate candies. Just a bunch of unhealthy shit. So, I'm, I'm out here. I went to the store to buy cucumbers. Because I'm a healthy guy. And this little unhealthy motherfucker, five foot three. Just didn't even ask was I in line. I was in line. I was far back. I was thinking about what I wanted to buy, like for one second. I was about to, and I was gonna like I was in line and he cut in front of me. So I know who I'm voting for now. <laughs> I know who I'm voting for now. Immigrant cutting line in front of me. Boop! Bye bye. Buddy boy, bye bye. Uh, I know who I'm voting for now. Uh but yeah, man. I saw a few movies. I watched Saltburn. I watched Saltburn. Let's talk about Saltburn. Barry Keegan. I don't know his name. Barry Keon. Barry Keegan. One of my favorite actors. This first off, we the same height. <laughs> got us alliance. Height nationalism. We gotta support each other. If you're my height and you're doing some good shit, I support you. Ethnicity doesn't matter. Sexual orientation doesn't matter. Nationality doesn't matter. I support you if you're doing good shit. As long as you ain't a racist, asshole, rapist, murder, and all that evil shit. But, yo. Watch Saltburn. It's Barry Keen, Rosamund Pike, Jacob Elordi, the tall, light-skinned nigga from C, and Gran Turismo. And there are women in the movie as well. Richard E. Grant's in the movie. Saltburn. Emerald Fennel. She did, um, Promising Young Woman. And she's also Midge in the Barbie movie. Dude, Saltburn, if you like Killing of a Sacred Deer, directed by Yargos Lanthimos, still haven't seen Poor Things, want to see it. Yo, Saltburn is interesting. It's, I'm gonna, I watched it once. I'm going to watch it again. Because if you like Killing of a Sacred Deer, it's that same genre of like psychological thriller psychological thriller sleaziness 
it's so like and it's good it's like it's it's basically a sister in my opinion Saltburn is a sister sequel to Killing of a Sacred Deer same guy Barry Keegan he's older now and he's great in Top Boy no one's talking about Top Boy how good he was in Top Boy he was so good in Top Boy as the drug dealer murderer he was a drug dealer murderer in Top Boy a real asshole he was giving Sully a hard time I don't know if you've seen Top Boy, the final season. Not the Summer House, but the final season. The, act, the most recent season with Duchesne and Sully at it. Uh, they pit against each other, basically. They kind of pit against each other. But yo, Barry Keen, he's a good actor. I'm so glad he's Joker in the Batman. He's such a creepy Joker. He's a creepy Joker. Face is just ruined. He has like a bad skin condition with a clown nose attached to his actual... And he's in jail with a clown. He's so creepy. He has like alopecia. His skin's doing bad. And he's a villain. He's the Joker. And and I hope he stays in prison the whole time and they never show his face. Because he's so good at that mysterious Kaiser. Not Kaiser. Uh, Hannibal Lecter-ish helping out Will Graham type situation. Like Batman's Will Graham and he's... Uh, he's uh, Hannibal Lecter. And Batman is Clarice. And it's so interesting. Like, the way they do... Saltburn is a very interesting movie. I'm just keep. It's a very interesting movie. I'm trying to go to the scene. With, uh... There you go, right here. I'm going to the season. It's season... Brook up, brook up, brook up. It's three seasons. It's only three seasons. And it's six episodes. And when... So they received a shipment containing a terrible surprise. Yeah, when is Barry Keen? I'm, I'm looking up right now when he comes into the show. When he comes into Top Boy. And what's even better about Barry Keen coming into Top Boy? What's better about him coming into Top Boy? It's not in the. It's not like in the trailer. It's not well known he's in the show. I love surprises in in cinema, not in real life, but in like cinema, TV, and movies, music, podcasts, in media. When I get surprised as I'm watching it, that's the best. I love getting surprised as I'm watching something. Don't surprise me in the trailer. Like, I saw the Marvels, loved the movie, only saw the first trailer for it, saw the movie, I like the Marvels, shout out to Nia DaCosta. Then I watched the trailer after that, and I'm like, oh, the trailer gave away so much shit. The trailer gave so much away. The trailer gave so much away. Like, way too much got away with the trailer. They gave away way too much in the trailer for the Marvel. The final trailer, I mean, obviously. They gave away way too much. And that wasn't cool at all. Which is why I hate watching trailers. There's two movies coming out right now. I'm not naming the movies. Actually, I already saw one movie, Silent Night. Saw Silent Night, didn't see the trailer. Went to the theater, watched the movie. Wow, John Woo did the thing. There's another movie coming out soon, like not that long from now. Haven't seen the trailer for it, but I want to see the movie because the director is awesome. And the cast is stacked. You may know what I'm talking about, but no one listens to this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Barry King is great in Top Boy. He just pops up. Little Sims is so beautiful. Too bad British rapping music is horrible. But Little Sims, Duchesne living his life and suddenly just out here cold and struggling. V and Curtis. V and Curtis. That was the worst. I'm trying to go to this when Barry Keen comes in. That's when the immigration was kicking them out. That was messed up. 
Everybody was protesting. Steph with the cornrows. Hey, he go right here. He comes in, season three, episode one. Pistol in hand, with a tight like fleece on, with a leather jacket, with like a mafia killer man. Oh, this is so cool. Look how he comes. He just barges in with a pistol. Attaboy, Billy boy. He's an attaboy, Billy good boy. Look at this. Look how he comes in. I can't show you in here because I don't want to get copywritten. Yeah, episode one of season three of Top Boy Netflix. Not the Summer House version, but the new version. He just comes right in like a bat out of hell. And it's real interesting the way he does it. All right, rewind it. I got to count down. Eight. Seven, six, five, bullet to the head, bullet for hey, and he looked like Joel Edgerton. He look, he looked like Joel. It just comes right in with the gun drawn. His entrance is like, oh, it's like he's just, he's, he's just here. He has a presence about him. He's just here, and it's so cool. The way they do it is so cool. And I think at the end of the series, at the end of the series, Sully gets hit in the head. Spoiler alert, I think Sully gets shot by Jack. I think Jacqueline kills him in the end. And she is beautiful in real life, too. When she's not... And she's with the guy from the show, the fat dude. The dark-skinned guy. Like, that's fucking dope, bro. He's a good actor. She's a good actor. Yeah. I don't gender acting. It's a profession. <laughs> but yeah, dog. It's tight. Yeah, it's legit. I really like it. And how many scenes is he? He's episode one... He's not in two. He's in three. The birthday party. Three is the birthday party. Well, um, that's, that's the ending. That's the end where they finally... Yeah, that's where they take him out. He's in three episodes, dog. Only in three... Only in two episodes of the whole shit. This nigga. This little nigga. Causing so much trouble on Top Boy. Causing so much trouble. And what's his character's name? Don't even know. I just know it's Barry Keen, the crazy guy from Saltburn. Saltburn's it's interesting. Is it a good movie? Yes, it is a good movie. I gotta check and see if it's original. I don't know if it's an original movie, but it seems original. Written. It's not the film follow. Is it original? It's original. Is it original? Allison Oliver, Archie Madikwe. <laughs> it's a psychological drama and a black comedy. It's not based off anything. It's original. It's original. It's an original movie. And he's nominated for Best Actor for the 81st Golden Globe. And Rosamund Pike nominated for Best Supporting Actress for the 81st Golden Globe. Both of them are nominated. Yeah, it's dope. They got awards coming in, too, for the acting jobs. Yeah, bro. And it's original. Takes place in 2006. Yeah, it's dope. And then at the end, he dances naked. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. The whole movie's crazy. It's crazy, psychotic, insane. It's 6.30 p.m. Thursday afternoon. Where are your kids? 2023. December 28th. I'm always alone. People are people wondering, like, why I don't have a girlfriend? Why I don't hang out with people? Because when I'm alone, I'm getting stuff done. No one's bothering me. I'm not around other human beings. I like human beings in doses. In doses. Now, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on TikTok recently, 
Instagram and travel channel. I follow I follow a lot of travelers. I follow the travel pages on Instagram and TikTok. I follow the travel pages. I wrote this down. Cause I keep seeing people say I keep seeing people. I keep seeing people talk about how there's a lot of racism in Italy. I keep seeing people talk about how there's a lot of racism in Italy. When I was a kid, I always said, first girl to have sex with me, I'm gonna take her on the kid. I'm gonna take her on the trip. When I was a kid, I said, when I like as I'm growing older, whoever whichever woman gets my virginity, she's gonna get a trip to Italy. Now, the woman I lost it to, yet many, many moons ago, she can probably go to Italy with what I gave. Obviously. But I didn't say I wanted to go. I never had any intentions of going to Italy. And I'm seeing all these people talking about, all these black women talking about Italy is racist. There's racism in Italy. Italy is racist. There's racism in Italy. And I just want to say, duh. Because I binge watched The Sopranos in 2018. Great show. Top 10, one of the best ever. It's no Fargo, but top 10, one of the best ever. Tony Soprano. I would love if he would destroy Roy Tillman. Roy Tillman is a horrible person in Fargo season five. John Hamm is such a good actor. Probably gonna get an Emmy for it. Anyway, dude, I binge watch The Sopranos, and then I see all these women talk about how all these black women they're going to Italy, talking about how racist Italy is, how racist the Italians are to black people. Y'all should have watched Sopranos. I'm not blaming y'all for going to Italy. I'm not blaming for going to a place. The place is beautiful. From the photos I see on Google in the travel shows, Italy looks beautiful. It looks, it looks like a great place to go visit. It looks amazing. Equalizer 3, great movie. One black man in Italy, 2023, mafia still still active. It's all young dudes. They're all assholes. They drive expensive cars and they're terrible. And he's just chopping them all off, picking them all down because he's the equalizer. He can do that type of shit. That's a movie. And Denzel said him and his wife go there every year on vacation to Italy. Wonderful. They got money. They probably get treated well and everything like that. But like the average black person in Italy probably is facing racism. And I know this because I watched The Sopranos in 2018. I binge watched it. Women, black women, I know you love Insecure. I know you love rap shit. You like watching. But you got to watch the other stuff too. You gotta watch stuff that's not targeted for you. I watch a lot of shit that's not intended for me to watch. I watch a lot of shit that's not. Like, Fargo is not designed for me to watch. Fargo is not trying to get 30-year-old black men or black men in their late to mid-20s to watch. They're not, they're, not, they're not targeting us, but I watch it anywhere. Same for Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's not designed for Kirby Enthusiasm, Louie. All these shows are great. Atlanta, that's for me. I watch Atlanta and Snowfall and Always Sunny, and Sopranos, and Breaking Bad, and Better Call Saul. I watch all the shit that I want to watch. Peaky Blinders, Top Boy, both. Sherlock, Doctor Who, both. You gotta watch shit that's not designed for you to watch. You can't just sit back and watch the Zeus Network all day. You gotta dip out and dip in. Watch shit you want to watch that's designed for you, that's advertised towards you, but watch other shit too. Like the Color Purple, not designed for me to watch. Still gonna watch it anyway. I watch shit that's not even directed for me to watch. My whole thing is Aquaman, Aquaman. Don't you wanna see Aquaman, Aquaman, Aquaman? I'm like, yeah, I saw Aquaman. Patrick Wilson looked more like Aquaman. 
Patrick Wilson looked like Aquaman. The whole movie, Patrick Wilson looked like Aquaman. He had the blonde hair, the slim body, the muscles, the A on his belt with the little swimsuit. He looked like Aquaman in the comic books. Jason Momoa looked like Aquaman's schlubby stoner brother. Whole movie, Jason Momoa had a shirt on. The whole movie, Jason Momoa had a shirt on. I ain't never seen a superhero movie that requires you to swim in the water. And he had a shirt on the whole movie. He didn't take his shirt off and show, look at my muscles. Not once. He did that in Snyder Cut. He was cut up and all that. He's a regular dude. He likes to drink beer, ride motorcycles, have fun. The whole movie he played himself. He was riding motorcycles, having fun, drinking beer. They're playing Born to be Wild. I'm Aquaman! Woo! Yeah! Like that's the whole energy of the whole movie. Yeah! All of that stuff. Love Jason Momoa. We both have similar hair. It's all over the place. It's nappy. We cool. Natural bodies. I work out. He don't work out. He said he don't work out unless he getting paid for it. But you gotta watch it. It's not designed for you. Insecure is a great show. I've seen every episode of Insecure. I've seen both seasons of rap shit. But I've also seen Sopranos. You gotta dip in and dip out. You gotta dip in. You gotta watch shit that's not for you as well. You gotta watch. You gotta watch something directed by J.J. Abrams. You gotta dip out. Because if y'all watch Sopranos, which is one of the biggest, most popular TV shows of all time... You would have known that Italians don't fuck with black people. <laughs> you would have known that. You gotta dip in and dip out. You gotta watch other shit. You have to. Alright? I saw The Iron Claw. One of the best movies I've seen all year. Hope McClanny. Hope McClanny. Mara Tierney. Zach Efron. Jeremy Allen White. The British dude with the British name. The tall brother that talked a lot of shit. And the other brother. I think his name is Nate. I don't know the, uh, the actor's name, but it's about the Von Erich brothers. In that movie, it's a good movie. I'm not going to break it down, but it's a lot of tragedy behind a family of brothers that were wrestlers. Five of them. It was five brothers. It was five brothers. It was five brothers. All right? Four of them did. Only one of them still alive. And he got 13 grandkids. That's the story of the Von Erich brothers. Father and mother might still be alive, but... You gotta watch uh, Iron Claw. Iron Claw is not designed for you to watch. Most people. But you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. It's not designed for you to watch. I don't watch wrestling. I know who the regular guys are. I know about Sasha Banks, Bailey, Ember Moon, changed her name to something else, Naomi, who is Trinity Fatu. I know about Jazz, China Doll, Booker T, The New Day, Big E, Kofi. It's Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. I know about all the. I know about Rakishi. I know about Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Roman Reigns, the Wild Samoans, Rocky Soul Man Johnson, the Nation of Domination, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Goldberg, Gold Dust, Sting, Boss Man, Mankind, Mick Foley. Is Mick Foley Mankind? Kane. I know about all the wrestlers. I know about John Cena, Orlando Johnson. Jeff and Matt Hardy. I know about all those people, man. Stacy Keebler. I know about all the wrestlers. I know what I know about all the names. Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit. I know the names of all the wrestlers. But I don't watch wrestling. Jade Cargill, my favorite wrestler. Jade Cargill. Love Jade Cargill. Only seen her fight once. Follow her on Instagram. Amazing rock solid body. Beautiful, lovely Jamaican woman. Married. Love, 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 love. Don't watch wrestling. 
Still watch Iron Claw. Still watch the movie. And I, I got it. It's one of the best. One of the best movies I've seen all year. Great dramatic tragedy. Really good movie. Really good movie. Might be the best white bummer of all time. Might be the best white bummer of all time. White bummer means the cast is predominantly white people and it's a real bummer. Black bummer? Precious. 12 Years a Slave. Fruitville Station. Black bummers. White bummers? White Rabbit. Revolutionary Road. Iron Claw. Iron Claw? That's a good white bummer. Maybe my favorite white bummer of all time. Once again, because Jeremy Allen White and Zac Efron are both 5'7". They're my people. They're my height. Gotta support my people. Gotta support my people. Wolf of Wall Street reference. Dude. You gotta watch it. Iron Claw is the movie, dog. Iron Claw is fire. Iron Claw is great. Dominique Perry has amazing boobs. Anyway, <laughs> she was on Black Jesus and Get Hard, and she's on rap shit right now. Lovely woman, dude. Bro, these movies are good. There's so many good movies out. You gotta branch out. You gotta watch it. It's not designed for you. I listened to that song by uh, Oliver So-and-So and the Richmond, North of Richmond. Woo! That is a white bummer song. The Richmond, North of Richmond. I can't get a job. I'm 20 years old and I'm drinking all this liquor. And America ain't the same no more. And I'm about to take my own life and put myself in the ground. In the ground because there's a rich man richer than me. And got to take our country back. I'm like, this is a war cry. <laughs> It's not a bad song. It's, it's, it's cool. It's, it's cute. But I like, I'm listening to Richmond, another Richmond. I'm like, yo, this nigga, like, he talking to somebody specifically. He's talking to one specific group. My tweet was, all these hoes got HBO Max but don't want to watch Sopranos. They literally, lay, they literally lay out their racism against black people. Insecure is a great show, but watch other stuff and educate yourself. That's true. Uh, Jonathan Majors, Locked up. Probably not going to go to jail. Got in trouble fucking with that funky white bitch. Lost a whole lot of shit. 2026, we're going to see him in the greatest 2B movies ever. His acting career in Hollywood is over. But his acting career is not over. He will be on YouTube, Tubi. He needs to start a Red Pill podcast. He will make so much money off the advertisements of a Red Pill podcast. The Jonathan Majors podcast... He just got his muscles out wearing a turtleneck. This is the John the Major's man hour. We're going to talk about man stuff. He is going to... Torpedo. Torpedo. Reacher season two. He got bigger. I've been doing push-ups. I've been watching Reacher doing push-ups. I watch Reacher and I do push-ups. Like, what the fuck? I ain't eating 3,000 calories. <laughs> I ain't about to be that damn big. But this show is awesome. Reacher's really good. Season two is good. He's so Batman. And the guy to play Finley, Lucius Fox. Obviously. Make it happen. Batman Brave and the Bold, make it happen. It's a, make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. I should shower. I should wash my clothes. Will I do either? Heaven only knows. Heaven only knows. I don't know. 
Who knows? I ain't got no neck. I got a long neck. Hey, Rocky, it's Bullwinkle here. Breacher season two is dope. This nigga had to do a mission where he had to dress in like a suit to go to a party somewhere. Put the suit on, carrying the boots in his hands. His like friend from the 110 infantry in the army was like, where are your clothes? He said, in the garbage. He said, why you throw them in the garbage? He said, I already got the boots. Why would I carry the clothes too? Then I'm going to need a suitcase. Then I'm going to have to get a house to put the suitcase in. Then I'm going to get a car for the driveway. Then i got to fill out a whole bunch of forms. And I'm like, he's got a point. You got the boots. You're good. <laughs> like, he got a point. He made perfect sense with that. He made sense with that. He made perfect sense with that. Minimalism. He's a minimalist. Reacher's a minimalist. I'm not a minimalist, but I do love the feeling of walking down the street hands-free. I love walking down the street just my hands out. Not carrying anything is awesome. Not carrying shit is cool. I love that. I'm 30. Not trying to impress anybody. I don't care how I look when I leave the house. I don't care how I look when I leave the house. I went to my clothes. I saw some baggy jeans. I said, baggy jeans? I have more baggy jeans than forever. I started wearing baggy jeans. I feel good. I mean, these are cool. The jeans are like fit to my body. They nice. They nice. Baggy jeans kind of uncomfortable in the waist area. Kind of. I don't know why. I think it's because the the texture and the fact that I haven't worn them in a long time. But I don't care. I'm not tripping, though. I'm wearing them again. I'm wearing baggy clothes again. I'm glad, like, the ties have turned back. Shout out Lil Yachty. He wears baggy clothes. Ass clothes. Billy Eilish, all them people. Shout out to people that wearing baggy shit. I've been wearing baggy shit. I just stopped for a minute because I wanted to just, you know, not get pulled over by the cops. But now when you see somebody in baggy clothes, they're not a criminal. They're just old head. Criminals wear skinny jeans. They wear white t-shirts. They're like, I'm going to take a crowbar. I'm going to go to this Little Caesar. I'm going to break into the register. Little Caesar. I'm bomb country and fracking oil. Uh, hey, yo, let me get that. Pop, pop, pop. They don't wear baggy jeans. None of them. I don't even wear white t-shirts. I don't do that. I don't get down like that. But yeah, man. Comedy's been going bad. Uh, still doing it. Got a show January 11th at the DC Comedy Love. Am I going to be funny? Hope so. Hope solo. Hope solo. <laughs> I hope so. Shit. See what I can do? I'm slowly, like, moving my whole comedy mind to New York City. Like, I'm getting out of my hometown slowly but sure. I'm going to go to New York like once a month and just do spots. Maybe once a week. I got the finances. I'm cheap. I live with my parents. They're cool people. They don't harass me. They just love the fact that I get out of the house. I told my mother I went out of town. It's dangerous out there. Be safe. It's safe. Be dangerous out there. It's worse. Do you have somewhere to stay? I know you're 30, but I want you to be safe. I want you to make it home, okay? I love you. That's my mother said. Told my stepfather, I'm going out of town to do comedy. He said, cool. <laughs> Being a man is fire. This is why I understand transgender men. I understand why a woman would want to be a man. Being a man is fucking awesome. I get it. I 100% understand it. I get it. If you're a woman and you feel like you're not a woman and you're really a man and you want to transition to become a man, do that shit. It's awesome being one of us. It's fucking rocks, true. 
Got on a fucking great t-shirt with no sleeves, nigga. I got no sleeves on this bitch. I got no fucking sleeves. Woo, being a man is awesome. Oh, I love it. Walk down the street, dogs bark at you. Won't do shit. The dogs are, I just look. I don't even like, I keep my head forward. I don't even look at the fucking dogs. Masculinity at the top of the fucking mountains. Oh, oh, oh. We are Sparta. Boom. Spartans don't even wear pants. They wear cloth skirts and shit. And spray on abs. And they're always naked and greased up. Not me. Not with that shit. You know what's not very masculine but very good? Wonka. Wonka, Wonka, Wonka. I saw Wonka. I was watching Wonka. I was like, hey, I'm enjoying this movie. I am enjoying this Willy Wonka prequel. I am enjoying watching this young man become the Willy Wonka we all know and love. There's something about it here that I'm liking a lot of. Don't know what it is, but I am enjoying it. It's really good. Why is it so good? Why is Timothy Champagne Mullet so talented? I've only seen him in Interstellar. I've only seen him in that shitty Ladybird movie. Or was it Little Women? He might be in both of them. Didn't like either one. Love Barbie though. Greta Gerwig, you're doing better with bigger shit. Little shit, hate that shit. But I'm watching the movie. I watched Wonka. First off, when I saw Wonka, I was the only man in the theater. It was three grown. I saw it at 3 p.m. on like a Thursday. Three grown ass women in the theater. I'm the only male in the theater. Perfectly fine with that. It's their movie. They went to go support it. Then I said, this movie was kind of good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I know that Oompa Loompas were originally, originally pygmy African slaves, but now they painted their faces orange and gave them green hair. I get it. It's better marketing. They said, let's not do blackface. We know it's wrong. It's the 70s or the 60s, whenever it came out. And they knew. They, they were aware in the 70s, 60s when Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory came out with uh, Gene Wilder. Make them orange. They ain't about to be blackface. They knew it was wrong back in the day. Those are the good whites. I like y'all. <laughs> like, you know, like, this shit ain't cool. Let's not do that. Like, yeah, let's not do it. It's not cool. And they didn't do it. Thank you for the... But I'm watching. I'm like, yo, this movie's really good. I like Wonka. Something about it is good. It's a good movie. And something about it is good in the movie. What's so good about this dang little movie? Then I noticed the director is Paul King. Paul King also directed Paddington 1 and Paddington 2. He's not doing Paddington in Peru, so it might not be as good as 1 and 2. And Hugh Grant is in Paddington 2. He recast the same people. Olivia Coleman's great in Wonka. She's in it. There's a little girl. forgot her name. I think it's Sharon something. What's the little girl? I want to Google a small child. I, just, I can't give you credit because you're a kid. I'm sorry. She plays Noodle. The girl plays Noodle. Sharon. Siobhan. Perfect. Great job. She's like 14, 13. Killed it. Great job. Wonka's really good. Same director as Paddington 2. And Paddington 1. Same director. So yeah. Wonka was dope. Definitely enjoy Wonka. Great movie. Fun for the whole family. It's a musical. Lighthearted, funny, cool, Keegan Michael Key, dope movie. Yes, Wonka was dope.
Now, what else is on the docket? I got four minutes left. This has been a great episode. This has been episode 148 of Leroy Furycast. Is 148? Let me check. I keep my YouTube playlist open so I can know what I'm doing. I think this is 148. This is 148. This is three days later after I released the first episode. The last episode. This is 148. Leroy Furycast, episode 148. Wonka's cool. Italians and Indian people are racist. Fargo, season 5. Everyone knows I like Fargo. It's the best show ever. I talk about it all the time. Uh, the kid, Dot's daughter, was creepy until she started playing the drums. When I saw her playing the drums, I said, okay, now she's cool. But every episode, Roy Tillman gets more and more evil. That's the truth. Roy Tillman, John Hamm, is such a piece of shit on Fargo. He is the worst nigga in the world. I hate him so much. He just loves the, the puppet episode. When she describes her life, how Roy's old wife, Linda Tillman, basically kidnapped Dot from the grocery store, introduced her to Roy, and then left. And then Roy fell in love with her, abused her at when she was like 17, 18, 19, all bad ages, even the legal ones. And basically, like, just he put hands, he put her, like, bruised her up real badly and did her horrible. Sheriff Roy Tillman. And what's with the septum piercing and the nipples? Come on, something's wrong. He's a twisted individual. He got her, Linda, she left, got Dot, Dot escaped. Now he got a new wife with two daughters with her calling them welfare queens because he's fucking racist obviously as well and he popped his wife in the face too and it's like yo every episode Roy Tillman gets worse and worse and then Dot escaped 10 years ago and he's like I got you back in the hotel bed it's like she can't escape this evil man and this type of shit women go through this is why I be understanding women this is why I don't creep women out For I don't creep them out because it's the wrong thing to do period also I don't want people to be uncomfortable because I know I would hate to be uncomfortable there's certain people I don't hang around because I'm uncomfortable around because they're weird. They ask weird questions about my genitals. It's weird. I don't hang around weird people. Roy Tillman is an evil weirdo. And I don't play that shit. John Hamm's doing a great job. Noah Hawley, the whole cast and crew. Juno Temple, you're doing a damn thing. I love it. Stop abusing women. You gotta stop that shit. Stop hitting them bitches. It's crazy. Simone Biles, that nigga don't like you. They don't like him. Your husband don't like you. He don't fuck with you for real. He using you. He a light-skinned nigga with green eyes and he tall. He gonna fuck another bitch when you turn your head and do backflip. When you do a backflip, you fuck another bitch. Simone Biles, when you go do a backflip, he gonna fuck another bitch. Work out the marriage. Don't divorce. Stay married. Work it out. Try to like, because you clearly like this nigga. He don't fuck with you. She love him, but you can tell he don't like her. He knew she was. Everybody knew she was. She's famous girl in the world in 2016. Most famous woman in the world. Most decorated Olympian of all time. He like, I don't know, I ain't know who you would. Stop trying to be cool. Niggas love to be cool for other niggas. That's weird. Why are men trying to be cool for other men? That's not, men ain't men no more. That's fucking horrible. And last but not least, if Jonathan Majors is out of playing Kang in Marvel, the new Kang the Conqueror should be Kel Mitchell. I'm a variant, I'm a variant. Yeah, dude, yeah. Come on, man. Kel Mitchell for Kang. Kel Mitchell for Kang. 2024. 2025, the Kang Dynasty. Who cares? It's all fiction. I'm practicing how to be homeless. 
I'm Leroy Furious. This has been episode 148 of the Leroy Fury Cast podcast, which is just called Leroy Fury Cast. No the, no podcast, but it is a podcast. This is my podcast. This is my podcast. Leroy Furious. The Leroy Fury cast. This is my podcast. This is my podcast. This is my, this is my, I say what the fuck I want, bitch.